0: Speaking with the dead, speaking with ghosts, having seances, and all these medium that you see out there. What does the Bible have to say? We'll find out in this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey everyone, my name
0: is Justin and you're watching Inverse and in the studio we have Sebastian and Callie and Siku. Hey guys. Bonjour. And we got you guys (laughs) and you guys are the most important component because you guys got to be watching for us to be having this conversation. So, we're going to go to the Bible as we always do. We are talking about the topic of what happens when you die on the state of the dead and it's entitled Beyond Death. And this episode is a specific, very, very apropos episode as we're going, going, to, as we're going to go into First uh, 1 Samuel 28. And I don't know about you guys, but when I was little, I mean, I would read this Bible passage and I was like, oh, man. Like all that ghost stuff, that's like real. Oh, man, it used to freak me out. And maybe it's freaked you out out there. And we want to encourage you to take out the Bible. We're going to read First Samuel uh, verse by verse in chapter 28 and actually look at, you know, what's going on here, who is this ghost and what's not, or uh, what not, what's not, what not, and, uh, <laughs> and get into it. Yeah? Yes. Um, Have you guys been blessed by this uh, Mm -hmm. uh, state of the dead uh, arc? I mean, it's been been intense, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this episode, we're taking a little bit of a break. We're going to go to Endor, (laughs) uh, where the Ewoks are, and uh, we're going to have a little Bible study there, all right? (laughs) So, So, Sebastian, can you pray
2: for us? Yes, (laughs) let's pray. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, we are privileged to be able to study Your Word and with Your presence. We trust that You will be here amongst us through Your Spirit, whom Jesus promised would guide us into all truth. Lord, teach us what is the truth, give us clarity, and give us hearts that would respond to that truth, that it may sanctify us. Is our prayer in Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Kelly, if you can, chapter twenty-eight of First Samuel, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we got our key passage, but I am going to rewind and, yeah, go okay. earlier, go to verse three, okay, and just read until you get tired, okay, or we get tired of you. <laughs> That was good, (laughs) let me know.
3: (laughs) Now Samuel had died and all Israel had lamented for him and buried him in Ramah, Mm. in his own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the spiritists out of the land. Mm -hmm. Then the Philistines gathered together and came and encamped at Shunem. So Saul gathered all Israel together and they encamped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart trembled greatly. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, The Lord did not answer him, either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. Then Saul said to his servants, Find me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servants said to him, In fact, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes, and he went, and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night, and he said, Please conduct a seance for me, and bring up for me the one I shall name to you. Then the woman said to him, Look, you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off the mediums and the spiritists from the land. Why then do you lay a snare for my life to cause me to die? And Saul swore to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Okay, let's
0: stop there. We'll take a break here. Okay. Um, what, um, Siku, bring us up to date. You know, Who is the Saul guy? Who is Samuel? Well, what's so What's going on here?
1: Um, Saul is the king Mm -hmm. of Israel, Mm -hmm. Um, he was selected, uh, the Israelites say they wanted a king, Mm -hmm. Samuel had been a prophet, um, was a prophet, uh, and God used Samuel to lead the Israelites, but they said they wanted a king just like every Mm -hmm. other nation, and Mm so um, God sends um, Samuel to anoint Saul as the king, Mm -hmm. Um, but by this point um, Samuel is already dead, Mm -hmm. Um, he died a few chapters ago, Um, but Saul has turned away from God. Um, he's now possessed by an evil spirit. Um, he's going around trying to kill David. Um, he's doing all kinds of crazy, not obeying God's, God's commandments, not obeying God's um, leading. Yeah. And so, by the time you get to this point, um, Saul, uh, Saul wants to hear from God, but God isn't communicating to him. Mm-hmm. And so, he's going to, to uh, means that have already been prohibited by God Himself to try and hear from Samuel um because Samuel was the one who would communicate to mm-hmm. him you know the messages from God but um, Samuel's gone and he feels disconnected and he's trying to reconnect
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so you mentioned that uh, Samuel just died uh, Callie share with us the, the biblical uh, the reality of what happens when someone dies maybe someone's watching this for the first time we are in week 12 mm-hmm. uh, we want to encourage you out there to go to inversebible.org and download the Bible study guide on beyond death which gives you the actual teaching and the Bible verses and whatnot on state of the dead mm-hmm. but just in a short sound bite what happens when you die and what, where, where is Samuel in reality
3: yeah Yes, so when you die, you sleep, mm. and there is life after death, but not immediate. Mm-hmm. That's later, mm-hmm. and so at this time, Samuel is in the ground somewhere, and he's asleep. He has no consciousness, mm-hmm. so he can't actually talk to Saul right
0: now. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Where we're at. So that's the biblical reality: dead, no, yeah. not it's a, it's a silence, silence. There's nothing, the There's
3: cessation. Okay. There's
0: okay all right all right yeah so just you know because because a lot of people really misinterpret i mean for for sure um and then there's a seance going on and and smash share with what's what's us what's 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 that the seance by the way i was like driving driving and passed by one of those fortune teller people and it was was just hilarious to me like they said you know close for business Right. Or ran out of money or out like shut down or bankrupt or whatever. I'm like, just the irony of that. Like, they are supposed to tell the future, but they couldn't tell their own future that they're (laughs) going to be bankrupt. So then if they knew they're going to be bankrupt and then why, you know, the whole. Anyway. Correct. So what is all that?
2: So when we when we see here in the verse. Yep. He's essentially going to a woman who supposedly can channel a person from the dead Mm -hmm. and that this individual can come up through her. Right. Mm -hmm. And bring them up for the purposes of conversation Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever knowledge they have and be able to inquire of them through some sort of mystical ability that's outside of God. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we see at the beginning of the chapter that Saul got rid rid of them per the encouragement of God.
0: That's, that's a great irony in this passage, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, like God had forbidden it. And at some point, Saul, as you mentioned, Saul was faithful and got rid of them. Yep. God was like, I do not want them. I do not use them. I don't whatever. And then Saul in his perverted mind says, like, hey, maybe I can use them. That which God has forbidden, maybe I can use to talk back to him.
2: And, and you realize the driving force of that, right, comes in, in, in verse five. Okay. When we see that Saul sees the army of the Philistines, And he was afraid and his heart trembled greatly. And fear will lead us to do some very crazy things. Mm. And of course, his initial reaction was to go to God, but God was not answering him. Mm. And in in this this recognition that when God is not answering us through the means that he has appointed, we must accept that silence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we must be able to rest in that silence. Because a lot of people will talk about going through situations and having fear of the future or what's coming next... And essentially be driven to some very questionable resources for guidance, Mm -hmm. right? And for trust and comfort because of that fear, Mm. but we have to allow ourselves to rest in that silence Mm. from God. Mm -hmm.
3: And I would even add to that, that in Saul's particular case, it wasn't God ignoring him. Mm -hmm. It's Saul had already told God's no Mm -hmm. so many times that God's like, all right, like you're not listening to anything that I'm saying. So Mm -hmm. I have nothing left to say to you. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes like not all the time, absolutely not, but sometimes God has told us certain things and we're like, I don't like that. So, no thanks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but God, can you tell me this? And God's like, well, no, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you don't listen to anything I say. And so, sometimes we perceive silence in our life simply because we refuse to hear the voice of God that has already been spoken mm-hmm. to us.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, what I don't see in the text at all is where Paul repents, right? Saul. He doesn't, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah, Saul. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't repent. Lord, yeah. I'm sorry. And then Nothing. Lord is quick for, for mercy, quick to, to, yeah. to receive Slow uh, to anger, all, yeah, of this. all that yeah. stuff. And and he doesn't acknowledge any of those promises that that reality, mm-hmm. and he just inquires of God in the midst of his rebellion, and he, mm-hmm. and he treats God as like, hey, some kind of just uh, you know put Spending a coin it. in, and I, I want my answer. Yeah. Oh, this this dumb machine doesn't work, and just kicking it kind yeah. of thing. There's, a, there's there's an absence of. Of some of some piety, of some respect, yeah. of some reverence for the Lord. That's, That's right.
3: It's just it's the same spirit he even expressed when the kingdom was torn from him. Mm. When he's like, oh yeah, I did this because like I sacrificed animals because like people made me do it. And Sam was like, but like. You shouldn't have done that and he's like oh yeah but they, they made me do it yeah and Sam was like okay well your kingdom's over he's like okay yeah that, that's awful um can you please just come with me though so yeah. people can see you with me right. like there's no <laughs> there's no I'm so sorry I messed up I send it's just it's the same thing like oh these doors don't work mm-hmm. okay hmm, all the doors can I, how else can I control and manipulate the situation mm-hmm. yep. there's there's no desire for actual guidance just like okay I'm scared like what else how else can I make things happen. Yeah, 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 So that's, And I, I think sometimes we just want to focus against on the details, and I get that because I'm a detail person, but this context helps us understand the entirety of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. It's not just a seance. It's this person who refuses to listen to God, who has pushed out everything from his life, and he's going to something he knows is bad. Like that's, that's how we get to this point in mm-hmm. the story. And, mm-hmm. and
2: to contrast that with the fact that this lie, of the immortality of the soul and that the dead can speak to us and we can go visit our dead loved ones or former associates, praise upon the fears of people, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Who yes. are ignorant, who may not be in Saul's position of rebellion against the truth, yes. but who are ignorant of the truth. Yeah. And so when we talk about, why is it important to go through the things we've been going through this quarter is because what we see Saul being a victim of many people are a victim of innocently, Fear. right? They, yeah. these are, these are individuals who, You know, they're honestly mistaken Mm -hmm. versus Saul is not honestly mistaken. Mm -hmm. He's purposely going a direction to a medium where God commanded him to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says these people should die by stoning, which is why the woman says, are you trying to set me up to die? Mm -hmm. (laughs) When we know... not to mention, why do his servants know where a medium is? Right? Yeah.
3: yeah. They're like, we know somebody. <laughs> They're like, actually,
2: there's a woman over here in this place. Like, wait, how do you know about that? Like, this doesn't even surprise, but these are the people surrounding Saul. Mm-hmm. And, and so you can see that there are servants today who will see these things to people who are very vulnerable and in need and driven by fear. Yeah. To make them open to consulting with their grandmother or their mom or whoever, when in reality, there's no one there
0: it got to be very, very careful with this kind of stuff. We're told, another uh, in Revelation, that uh, that the evil powers will make miracles, mm-hmm. and these what what greater miracle is is there than to bring back from the dead and communicating with the beloved ones? Yeah. yeah. uh I mean, we know lots of lots of anecdotes and stories of those who see their dead children or their, their mm-hmm. dead relatives, and they're just they even though they may know the biblical truth their heart or their their yearning for the seeing this mm-hmm. person is yeah, so strong yeah. that it just overrides anything that's going on of scripture yep. yeah? mm-hmm. and we need to fortify our minds with scripture and what what the bible does say amen mm-hmm.
1: I, I was going to say that 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 point that um, even even when there's a knowledge of truth, like there's a knowledge of, of what is actually real based on Scripture, that our senses, you know, um, going back to the Garden of Eden, you know, Eve, yes. she had the Word yes. of God, but she saw that mm-hmm. the fruit was good for food and pleasant to the eyes. So, so, we need to be careful about what we set before our eyes, mm-hmm. what we consume, you know, because, because even having a knowledge, even already having a pre-knowledge of mm-hmm. what is right and what is true, that our senses can deceive us, um, so that Saul, in this situation, is someone who did have a knowledge. He yep. wasn't going in innocently, and yet here he is, you know, woefully being deceived, you know, in his experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, in the text we're going to go to, talks about a ghost appearing and talking with uh, Saul, and this being the ghost of Samuel. The question is: It is it the real spiritual ghost of Samuel, or is it not?
1: We'll find out after the break.
0: Hey, welcome back. We're in 1 Samuel 28. And let's keep on reading here, shall we? Mm -hmm. Let's go to verse 9 and pick up from there. And and Callie, can you read verse 9?
3: Absolutely. Then the woman said to him, Look, you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off the mediums and the spiritists from the land. Why then do you lay a snare for my life to cause me to die? Mm -hmm. And Saul swore to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, Bring up Samuel for me. Oh,
0: it's just getting, like this icy cold, like, the Yeah, right. Verse 12. And Siku, can you pick up from verse 12?
1: Sure. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. And the king said to her, Do not be afraid. What did you see? And the woman said to Saul, I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. So he said to her, what is his form? And she said, an old man is coming up and he is covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived that it was Samuel. And he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed down. Now Samuel said to Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am deeply distressed for the Philistines make war against me. And God has departed from me and does not answer me anymore, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore, I have called you that you may reveal to me what I should do.
2: Okay, let's stop there. Mm-hmm. What in the world is going <laughs> on here? Well, let's, let's first look at the clear deception that's present, yep. right, yep. In, in this experience. So, first of all, when he says, bring up Samuel for me, right, the Bible says in verse 12, when the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice and the woman spoke to Saul Saying, "Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul." Mm. And of course, the king assures her, and she says, "I saw a spirit yep. ascending out of the earth." Yep. Yeah, and he says, that. "Well, what is his form?" Mm-hmm. So you're 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 grappling. <laughs> sorry, so <laughs> I'm just highlighting. So you're yeah. you're looking at all of these different constant um, playing upon his fear to yep. say, "Oh, yeah. Well, what is his form?" Yeah. Well, oh, it's an old man. Oh, wh- where did the spirit come from? Oh, it came from the earth. So. Clearly what she's doing is she's catering to the fact that, oh, this is not what he saw. This Mm. is what she saw Mm. because she's a medium, Mm -hmm. right? So he doesn't see anything. Mm. So it's about how she's reacting and what she is doing. And we know that if God has abandoned Saul, the devil knows many things about Saul. And the devil knows why he's there and can use the fear that's driving him to completely steep him into this deception. Mm -hmm. When clearly he says there in verse 15, that God has departed from me and does not answer me anymore, neither by prophet. Well, Samuel was a prophet. Mm. So are you telling me that God doesn't answer me by prophets, but he's going to answer me by a medium to bring me a prophet to answer me? Mm -hmm. And this understanding that prophets had any sort of authority to speak and provide guidance outside of God, prompting those prophets to speak. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different clues here that drive home the fact that in verse 14 sums it all up and Saul perceived that it was Samuel. Mm. From his perception, talking to a woman who's a medium, he sees nothing and ultimately says, oh yeah, from all the different clues here, it must be Samuel that I'm speaking to and then moves forward. And of course, the devil plays upon that deception. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Let me insert here uh, a Bible verse. I just think it's appropriate. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 5. Uh, To some of us, that's pretty familiar. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, 9 of 5 of Ecclesiastes, for the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. Nada. And they have no more reward, for the memory of of them is forgotten. Also their love, their hatred, their envy have now perished. Nevermore will they have a share in anything under the sun. So we know that the dead do not... They're not. They're not cognizant of these things. He's sleeping in the ground. All right. Yeah. So any other? Any going back to First Samuel twenty twenty eight? Any other clues? Any other? Siku and then Kelly. Uh,
1: I, just just to underscore the what Sebastian is saying on the, because he, he spoke about what Samuel, uh, what Saul perceived. Yes. Uh, he Perceived it to be Samuel. Um, if you look at uh, the way that uh, magicians and illusionists. Yeah. Uh, um Conduct their illusions um, and their quote magic. like th- this is the kind of stuff that they use actually. Right. So it's um, insinuation. You, you imply, you suggest. Mm-hmm. And when you, when somebody has a desire to believe something, all you have to do is make a small suggestion mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, yep, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yep. Yep. The term is they are highly suggestible. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Saul comes there. here. Yeah. He's, he's, a very re- he's very, like he wants sure. to believe that he's going to have a certain experience. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it's important that he didn't, he didn't actually see. It's he perceived that what she was seeing, what she was reporting to him, yeah. was what he wanted to see. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, so it. But if may I could push be, back,
0: okay. but
1: maybe. Uh, I was gonna say that it may be that she saw something, yeah. right? It's like yeah. she saw, you know, uh, she said yeah. she claims that she saw a spirit coming up out of the earth, yeah. and maybe she did see something. She saw yeah. a spirit coming up out of the earth, um, but it, <laughs> uh, uh, I was gonna so say good, that right? it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Saul's. It wasn't, ex- it, sorry. Yeah. it wasn't Saul's. Sorry, it wasn't Saul's experience. Yeah. Yeah. He was trusting her experience. Yeah. In this. Okay. Uh,
0: okay. Is where I was going with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. No. So hey, I. 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 Th- yeah. For sure, I'm with you there. But uh, you use illustration of illusionist, and here. Is this just a merely an illusion that she's doing? Is she playing the game so she can get some money off of here? Or is there actually a spiritual thing going on? And I would say this is an illusion. This isn't magic. This isn't a sleight of hand. She's not yeah. putting on an act. She, this is, there's, there's spiritual demonic forces going Correct. on yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think what you're saying right there is shown even in verse 12 of why okay. you deceived yeah, yeah, me sure, for sure. you are Saul. Like okay. she didn't know it was Saul okay. until she starts interacting with the spirit. And like Sebastian said, the spirit knows it's Saul. They're not like, "Oh, I wonder who's under those clothes." Like, okay, yeah, this is like the king of Israel mm-hmm. we know, yeah, the devil, the demons, they know, they're not tricked by that. So they can share that information with her very easily. So yeah, I believe this is this is a demon. this mm-hmm. is maybe the devil himself just impersonating Samuel and to prey on his his fears right now mm-hmm. But yeah, Saul is going towards this, and this is what he perceives it's what he wants, and everything she says is is very vague, right? Like I see a man appearing man. like, okay. That could be anybody, sure. first of all. It's
0: <laughs> got a mantle. So that mantle, we know that's Yeah, that I mean,
3: even going to what Siku said, right? It's no. like if someone's like, I perceive someone here is in pain. I perceive yeah. they've lost someone. Like, oh, I've lost someone. Right. How did you know? Like, yeah. man, there's like 50 people here. Of course somebody lost someone. Mm-hmm. Like, Correct. What? That's so vague. Anyways. Um, so in this conversation, is it okay if we go into the conversation now? Yeah, yeah what keep going. Say? Let's go
0: to verse 16 onwards. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. So this is, so after Saul tells Samuel why he called him up, mm-hmm. verse 16, then Samuel says, supposedly Samuel, So why do you ask me, seeing the Lord has departed from you and has become your enemy? And the Lord has done for himself as he spoke by me. For the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David. Because you did not obey the voice of the Lord, nor execute his fierce wrath upon Amalek. Therefore, the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, it is this verse, the Lord will also deliver Israel with you into the hand of the Philistines. And tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also deliver the army of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there's, there's just lots of clues in here, but one is like... kind of
0: sounds prophetic, you know? Yeah, it's like, like oh yeah,
3: because yeah, yeah. they do die, yep. right? So yep. it's like, okay, so Samuel's the prophet of God, right? Yes? Yes, Yes.
0: yes. 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 the okay. actual Samuel. Yeah, yeah. the actual yeah, Samuel. Actual, oh.
3: Yeah, sorry, that's yeah. about, yeah. about yeah. the real yeah. Samuel, yes. Yes. <laughs> prophet of God. Okay, so even though we don't believe somebody immediately goes somewhere, let's, if we did believe somebody immediately goes somewhere, he'd probably go to heaven. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. Are Saul and his sons going to go to the same place? Also, why are they in the earth that thought heaven was up? mm -hmm. Like, that's, doesn't that work? Hell, Mm. not actually where it is. But again, all these erroneous beliefs, even basing it off erroneous beliefs of you go immediately Mm. to heaven and hell, and hell is a place somewhere in the deep core of the earth, which is not a thing. (laughs) Let's just even go with that for a second. Like, why is Samuel there? And... Why would they go to the same place that Saul, the people that he's literally like, God does not talk to you. You have disobeyed God. And God is your enemy. God is your enemy. Like, you're going to go the same place as Samuel? (laughs) What?
2: Unlikely. That
3: doesn't doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And so this is why when we read the story, we have to be like, okay, something else is going on. Because we can't just read this and be like, oh, well, it's there. So therefore, like, yeah, it says Samuel. It literally says the word Samuel like Mm -hmm. in the actual original language, as Sebastian once said, it says Samuel, but it's like, (laughs) but we have to read the whole story and understand all the different clues here. Other things like at the, let's see, is it in verse 13, where she originally is talking about how she sees a spirit ascending out of the earth. Mm -hmm. The Hebrew word is Elohim of gods. So, like you're saying gods appear. like what? There's just so much vague fill in the blank, like things you can experience here. She has seen something, absolutely. Mm. And this this being, which I believe is a demon, has all this knowledge, but it's like it's very easy to come by knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knew this happened. Yep. Like Saul himself knew and that's and she even probably knew what Samuel looked like because he was a prophet of Israel. There's there is no privileged information. There is no revelation of a message here. And also something that I think is important to see here is in addition to how God has already said no to all these different ways of talking to him, like why would he choose one that he's forbidden, also like God doesn't give when people like these, this kind of parts of their life, God doesn't give these no hope messages. Mm. Like God would have, if God was actually speaking to Saul, he he would have said the similar things, but he also would have said like, and if you'll just repent, I will take you back, and we'll figure this out. This this is a demonic message. Like it is filled with condemnation and no hope and destruction. That's and that's and that's yeah. that,
1: that's that's exactly what I want to say. That say it again. it's sad. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it my way. It is sad that. Saul chooses this route to try and communicate with God, Mm. because if, like you were saying in the beginning, (laughs) (laughs) no, if if if, Mm. like you were saying, if he had come to God in repentance, like we're we're not on talking terms, it's because you know I'm being obstinate and doing my own thing, but I'm willing to repent. You know, okay, so talk to me now, right? Yeah. Yeah. What could have happened, you know, like, yeah, maybe the kingdom, you know, David was already anointed, so the kingdom was going to go to David, but his story didn't have to end Mm -hmm. this way. But it's almost like he sealed himself in a certain trajectory because he refused to come back to God. And when when the pronouncement that was being made, it's kind of like... You know, th- there are certain things you don't have to be a prophet about, you know, to yeah. know, like yeah. you exactly. can just see the trajectory. It's like, just like you just yeah. keep going down that route. This You're is what's going to happen. The
2: Bible already told you.
1: Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. oh, I was going to say no, that Robert, that, that <laughs> even even without even without like some, you know, uh, clairvoyance, clairvoyance, <laughs> so, so to speak, uh, revelation. Um, but Saul seals the trajectory of his life by the decision that he makes to seek to connect with God through a means that God has not permitted. Right.
0: Yeah. This is a great uh, exposition of the text. Let's bring it to real time. Yeah, there are people out there who they know what truth is, but for whatever reason, there is there's some situation where it just feels right. Mm-hmm. It just they just and and then they feel that their their experience should trump what they know. What does this text speak to? How does it speak to their their circumstance?
2: Well, it. It immediately lets you know that the devil was able to deceive Saul and the medium at the same time. Mm. His deception of her and presenting what she saw to present to Saul to deceive them both. Okay. So what when, does that mean for today? So that, that tells you even for today that there are people you can have experiences with that if you don't hold it back to Isaiah eight nineteen and 20, that to the law and to the testimony, if they don't speak according to this word, there is no light in them. Mm-hmm. And God does not use means that go against His Word in order to communicate His Word. Mm-hmm. Right? He's not using a demon to reveal Himself mm-hmm. through them. So, God always chooses a medium that matches Him in character first that eventually brings that message out. So, we have to learn to trust the Word of God mm-hmm. over our experience. Amen.
0: Yeah.
3: One minute, Kelly. It is only in surrender to Christ that we can always be safe. Mm. So. He- Saul knew the right things, but he refused to surrender to God, and so he was open to any kind of deception. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be willing to surrender our hearts and even our most cherished desires to God, Mm -hmm. and only then can we see things
0: clearly. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for being on this episode and for your exposition on this science in 1 Samuel 28, and see you next week here on Enders.
1: This is inverse.